TheItSpot.com. You want to know how many times I've cut that out of an episode? You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. <sighs> We're back. Yay. Yay. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And uh, I have a confession to make. Okay. My confession is, I heart New York. (laughs) I do. A plus. New York's pretty friggin' fantastic. I had a wonderful time in the Big Apple. Tell me everything. Uh, Who was in the car? I drove down. There were supposed to be four of us, but then two guys bailed at the... 11th hour, almost literally. Nice. Uh, So that ended up with two of us, that being me and the car owner and driver, Picard 102 from the the Keith and the Girl forums. Not not, um, Patrick Stewart. Not Patrick Stewart, okay. (laughs) Although perhaps maybe he wants to be Patrick Stewart. So he was the ship captain. Mm -hmm. And did he let you call him Picard? Or captain? (laughs) Just captain. (laughs) I don't, I'm not sure that I actually talked to him the entire way. Well, you can't drive alone <laughs> in a car with a guy that long and not say a word. Yeah, no, we did talk. Although, actually, we, we left at one o'clock in the morning or something and uh, drove all night. And fortunately, he, he was fine to drive the, the whole night. So I actually got to snooze a little bit of the way. Are you sure he wasn't just saying he was fine? And now he's on some podcast somewhere saying that you're a lazy bastard. Well, I did, not I did, to take I the did wheel. offer, so okay. So he can make those claims, but they would be <laughs> false. false. Uh, yeah. So and we, you only know him from the Keith and the Girl forums. Uh, when uh, Keith and the Girl came up a couple of years ago for a dodgeball tournament that they lost to the Canadians, uh, despite the fact that they cheated. Um, I did, I met him then. I was actually on his dodgeball team. Yeah. And then, uh, one of the, one of the people from Keith and the Girl came up earlier this year and I met him again. Huh. So we, we arrived Tuesday morning and, uh, I checked into a hostel and then we walked around. I went to Times Square. And where did he check into? Uh, A fancy five star? (laughs) No, another hostel. (laughs) Did he pour... Um, molten oil down the walls as you tried to get in to the rival hostel. No, there was no no siege attempts. Shit. Um, the hostel. I've never stayed in a hostel before. Me neither. Actually, I've stayed in cheap hotels, but not an actual hostel. So it was kind of weird going in and seeing you know these like six or seven bunk beds in a room, kind of like a <laughs> barracks or something. It wasn't the drawers. The, no, the no. crazy Asian oh, hotel oh, drawers. No, but um, I was expecting like to, cons- considering that when I checked in, I didn't see anyone because I checked in before everyone else. And then by the time I got back that, that night, everyone was in bed and I was like smashed out of my skull and probably snoring. I'm surprised that they didn't put uh, bars of soap in, uh, <laughs> in pillowcases and beat me. But yeah, I basically like the Tuesday night there was... A bunch of people meeting up for a rock band competition, as in the game, rock band. What's that? It's like Guitar Hero. It's oh. Like, except it's for the whole band. Okay. Uh, How'd you do? I didn't. Uh, you didn't participate? Yeah. What the fuck? 
<laughs> Why not? I don't know, because I'm actually a musician. No, I just hung snooty, out and got... Snooty, got... <laughs> Jesus. I would have thought that would give you an advantage. And, and Yeah, actually, you know what? For drums, it does. Although I did play it once at uh, the company Christmas party. I did one song, and I did terrible. <laughs> so I don't know what that says. <laughs> it may speak volumes. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, and then, and then I don't know what happened. I think we went back to a place called, uh, Nice Guy Eddie's, which was sort of the base, the base bar for the trip. Central to all the hostels. Not really, but it's cheap, uh, booze, relatively speaking, and food and stuff. Okay, and then what happens? When, when do Keith and the girl enter? Uh, well, actually, that, that was Keith's stand-up show, his annual stand-up. So, we saw the, the show, which was good. There is a Canadian who won the contest to open up, and she was funny. And then a guy named Pat Dixon was on, and he was very funny. And then Keith did his show, and he was funny. What was the Canadian lady's name? Angie Lestrange, I think. Was she Lestrange? I didn't talk to her, but I suspect so. Okay. Uh, then then I saw a great band called Merit. at a That, that, that was the after party for the... The stand-up, so everyone all went over to this tiny, tiny club, kind of like the Rivoli. Saw a great band. And did they have merit? They had plenty of merit. <laughs> they were brimming over I, with merit. I like how everybody's named after what they are, <laughs> what they uh, represent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then we went back to Nice Guy Eddie's, and I got like really, really drunk and walked back to the hostel from there, which was probably about two hours. Oh yeah, the, the first night we actually, or the first day that we were there, I, I went over to the, the other hostel where a bunch of people were staying and we drank. Uh, we drank there and I bought a bottle of rum and I left it there. So after after going to Nice Guy Eddie's, I showed back up at their hostel room while they were asleep, <laughs> demanding that someone drink with me. You've never done that before. <laughs> no, never. I was going to say, I can't believe you went to New York for such a short time and went to the same bar twice, but... I've actually done that. Well, um, if you find all the other bars, no. But this this was like sort of a, a meeting point, and it's okay. open till four and stuff. And as I say, you know, cheap cheap booze. Um, then I can't remember. And then I walked around. I basically by the end of the trip, my feet were like swollen. And when I got home, I took off my shoes, and it was kind of like uh, you know Fred Flintstone. Ooh. When he gets gets hit in the foot and with the big pounding red feet, because I I did I ended up walking down through um, Greenwich Village, which is beautiful, and Tribeca and Battery Park. Mm-hmm. Went through Chinatown, awesome. Little Italy. It's amazing just how many restaurants are there. It's like shocking. oh just well in the city period. Yeah, they're like and fucking that's, everywhere. That's saying a lot given where you live, because. Toronto has a mm. shitload of restaurants. Yeah, it's kind of like compressing Toronto into a tenth of its size and then making it a hundred times bigger. Yeah. It's just that, that kind of density. It's uh, it's, it's groovy. wicked. It's wicked. 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 And the Thursday night, I can't remember what I did except that, uh, I don't know, I actually went to some bar, hung out, then went back to Nice Guy Eddie's again, presumably, and got really, really <laughs> shit-faced. So there was no actual Keith and the Girl event. Well, there was Keith stand-up. Then on the Friday night, uh, Hemda uh, performed in a play. She's, she's. You didn't put any phlegm in that. Hemda 
um, she um, she was singing in a musical called Viva Pashiva. And so everyone went out to that. And then after that show, we stayed in that venue and they did a live Keith and the Girl show. Nice. Which was really a crazy atmosphere because everyone was wasted. They had sort of rotating guests through the through the night. So that was good. I actually didn't drink that night. <laughs> I'm sorry. I pictured the guests spinning <laughs> individually. Some of them did. <laughs> Some of them fell down. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I didn't drink that night because I was just like... Uh, Done? I was toxic already. And as a result, I was kind of like antisocial, so I didn't really talk to anyone. That's that, shocking. That night. <laughs> yeah, me antisocial. Yeah, that never happens. That happens almost as rarely as you uh, trying to convince people to drink with you. Mm-hmm. After you've probably had more than enough. I think it was the second night that I, that I came in at 4 o'clock in the morning and uh, crawled into bed. And got up two minutes later and just puked for half an hour ah, solid. In a hostel bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Down the hall? No, no. It's, it's, a sh- it's in the room. Oh, thank God. So, no, it would have been better if it was down the hall because I'm sure that the Australians in my room wanted to fucking kill me by that <laughs> point. Because um, I did. It was just oh. this violent, violent yakking for uh, for a long time. God, I, uh, yeah. that shouldn't happen at your age. No, it doesn't. It's a rare thing, but I was just, oh, that, and, and that, I think. I can't remember the last time I, I had a booze-induced vomiting session. It's, it's a rare thing for me. It does happen occasionally, but that was, that was royal. That was actually, the, that was, the, I think, the second night. And when I was at Nice Guy Eddie's after the show, I decided to buy, uh, buy Keith and, uh, and possibly him, I'm not sure. Um, a shot and do one myself, which yep. I know, you know, you never I do. never do shots. The thing is, I couldn't remember what was in a Sicilian kiss. And I don't think that the bartender <laughs> knew either that or I just didn't ask. So I ended up calling. The wedge? No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I ended up calling um, the two, two of my favorite bartenders, one who didn't answer it and the other one who was very upset that I was calling him at three o'clock in the morning to oh ask my God. for a drink recipe. Was it Matt? It was Matt who answered. He was unimpressed. <laughs> I bet. Uh, and uh, yeah, he um, he was like, "What the fuck do you want?" That's funny. Uh, he was uh, kind of disgruntled. And then and then when I saw, I called Alicia and left a message. I, I saw her when I got back, and uh, and she was like, "That fucking message that you left, I have no idea what you said." <laughs> It was just blah, 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 blah. I'm sure with the addition of slurring, Sicilian kiss doesn't come out very eloquently. Uh, yeah. It's Southern Comfort and Amaretto, by the way. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's two ingredients. It's not that hard to remember. Um, so that's pretty much it. It's, um, one thing that, that was, that I found kind of curious is that I walked around, you know, in the middle of the night more than once and never once did I feel uneasy Hmm. but the night that I left early uh, like the last night that I was there Mm -hmm. it was still it was uh like around one o'clock in the morning and there are all these bars that I didn't know that were near the hostel Mm -hmm. and uh kind of a lot of scary looking folk around sketchy dudes yeah yeah it's just weird because uh, I was walking around then thinking, man, I 
You know, I don't want to walk by this park. I might get jacked. <laughs> but, um... Ooh, my tandoori ketchup just won't go away. <laughs> that may have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm still full. I'm fucking stuffed. Anyway. Awesome. New York. I would move there in a New second. New York. If I had millions of dollars. Me too. And you would need millions of dollars. I always vowed I would live there at some point. My trip was technically cheap. Like one of the criteria for for me going down was that uh, travel and accommodations couldn't be really more than 200 bucks. Oh, Jesus. uh, Is that even possible? Yes, it is. It's very possible. The, The hostel was only like 35 bucks a night. God. And gas... You sure you didn't get scabies or something? It's got to come with some sort of penalty. It it hasn't manifested itself yet. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yet, and gas, gas in Upper New York State was dirt cheap. Like the the guy was filling his tank with fifteen bucks. Hmm. It was uh, so so yeah. But still, I I kind of his name was Picard. (laughs) I still came back with no money though. And I was kind of wondering, you know, where did it all go? Because sure, I drank a lot and stuff. All went down but, your throat, um, straight to your liver. The thing is, is that every night it was sort of like forty or sixty bucks to get into venues. Yeah. Because like he stand up was you know twenty five bucks or something, and then the after party was twenty bucks or maybe not. I don't know, but so long but story just, short, their show's making some money. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd, other podcasts. We'd, we'd of have lesser to, note. We'd have to pay people to come out and see us, <laughs> and we we may have. <laughs> How long have they been at it? Um, we didn't start that much longer after them. Oh, they were first. Yeah, they were before. Yeah, you, you sure? Yeah, you played me their show before we started. I think. Really? Or around about the same time. Hmm. But they they maybe only been at it a month or two. Okay. But they always did daily shows. They still have my favorite theme song. <laughs> I've always been jealous of their theme song. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. They they made the crowd sing it uh, at the live show. I believe it. When they went at, at Toronto, when when they did the show at the Horseshoe, they actually played it over the, the PA, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool because they're just sitting there for a second in silence and and then boom it kicked in yeah but uh, for this they just had the crowd saying <laughs> i'm sure that was delightful yeah but uh, so have they yeah. uh, have they aired the show already was it live it's available uh for purchase oh they're smarter than we are <laughs> All their live, uh, like their venue shows, are you can buy them, and I haven't bought any of them. Yeah, I don't think we'll be charging for air out my shorts anytime yeah. soon. I was thinking of buying the Toronto one just to see if, see if I'm on it at all. You should see me see me throwing like a girl in the dodgeball <laughs> tournament. <laughs> I'd like to see that. That could be some good. Yeah, I'll comedy. have to pick it up. I also need to get a Who Are shirt too, which is Humans United Against Robots. Oh. Um, but uh, enough about Keith and the girl. <laughs> New York, New York, New York, New York. Uh, 
Oh, I haven't been, yeah! haven't been to New York in months. Oh, oh, I guess we should read a story. It was a cool, cool place. I love their Chinatown. This story is available for download on iTunes for 99 cents a word. And no, we do not pay our authors. So suck it. Oh, I'm okay. just kidding. It's free as always. So uh, this, is, um, this is hot off the presses. I believe it arrived yesterday. Or thereabouts. Crazy. All right. Well, this is... Uh, this is a story sent to us by Max. Hi, kids. Currently, I don't have a program to count words. I wrote this. It's a little different from what I've written in the past. Yitch and the one about the naked woman in the show. Snow. Snow show. It's just a small line difference. I don't remember Yitch. No, I remember the name, but I don't remember the story. I don't remember... Oh, wait, the naked woman in the snow. Is that a sex one? That's the one where we kept saying, what the fuck does he keep asking her to put her clothes back on (laughs) for? that's right. Oh, great. I think we heard his feelings. (laughs) What, so he submitted another one? Yeah. (laughs) Because he hates Maybe you'll like me now. Uh, read it if you want, and then tear it apart and rip my heart out if you must. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, there we go. Aww. And that is from Max Max. Max Max, we weren't teasing you. We were teasing your lead character. <laughs> we know it wasn't autobiographical. Yeah, we weren't teasing you. We were ridiculing you. No. Max Max, of course, is from the forums, and if you're not a member of the forums, then you should be. You fucking should be. Because, uh, because... <laughs> because it's so exciting yes. and intense and, and be- action-packed. Because the whore and I don't actually post that often, so someone has got to have a conversation on it. That's not true. We post more than anybody else, yeah, that's and that's, that's the embarrassing That's because no one else is posting. <laughs> We're the top two posters. Used to be Duper, but we've mm. surpassed him. Now he lives, uh... In Japan. He does? Or something like that. Oh, yeah, he's teaching children how to listen to Air Out My Shorts. To learn English. Same difference. (laughs) I hope he's using the show to teach English. That's what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I knew what you meant. This story is called Asha by Max Max. In the beginning, there was Asha. (laughs) <laughs> Asha did not rule the night, and Asha did not rule the day, but rather, they were of Asha. <laughs> Asha was the truth, and the universe was of Asha. <laughs> Though they were not controlled by Asha, they were good, because they were of Asha. <laughs> and Asha was of nothing. And Druge the Violator was not of Asha. No. Druj the Violator changed the things of the world and the things below in the ways that were not Asha. This he had to do because he was Druj the Violator. (laughs) (laughs) That was the sound of someone being violated. And so it came to pass the Druj stilled the land and the earth cracked. Since the bodies in the heavens were made to move, but now we're not moving, the earth thrust upward, and all the world was unsettled. Caves and mountains appeared. The earth shook and smelled a whole lot like rum. 
Druj the Violator violated the stars, because that's what he does. <laughs> and the moon and the sky. And the this and the that. Because it stilled the stars and stopped all motion. Druj the Violator preserved the night throughout eternity. And Druj the Violator wanted to destroy the things of the air that Asha had placed in motion. And Druj the Violator wanted to violate Asha. Who doesn't? Yeah. Druj wanted to violate Asha, but because he was the Violator, the Disorderer, the Destroyer, he could not be where Asha was because Asha made things right and blessed and caused them to be in order. Mm. Yeah, and it's always the drunken guy and the, and the tidy girl. Is that what it's about? I thought it was a missing um, script from the Red Scrolls in the sea. <laughs> and the this and the that. And the sea and the stars. <laughs> and the starship as well. Before the moon drops it. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> because I've got all my Bibles mixed up with my Star Trek and... And what are you doing? I just dropped a CD on my foot and it hurt and I tried to move it out of the way and it was noisy. So then you asked, what am I doing? And then I said, I just dropped a CD on my foot and the earth cracked and out came a bubbling spood. You've got Neapolitan socks. They're my pippy long stocking socks and you've seen them before. Have I? They're not flavored. <laughs> They taste like vanilla. <laughs> and strawberry and chocolate. Right. Where, where was the druge the vibrator? And so Asha went below the surface and below the land to save the earth and the sky and the stars. Asha went to the place where druge the violator was. Oh, I saw this episode. You did? Yes, it's where Lord Whatchamacallit was the alien from the core of the earth and the aliens from the stars in the sky both tried to abduct the same teenagers at the same time and then the, then the pilots dressed up like aliens were abducted by the real aliens and the core alien came and, and told the man the story and that he must write it and he started a church. And now his name is Reverend Wright Chumley. Ah. The end. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> and so Asha was there. But in this place inside, Druge ruled the Druge. And Druge, Druge ruled and Druge caused Asha to unmove. Hmm? You, what, you're questioning stuff now? You read it. Druj made Asha stay, and Asha could not move. It doesn't say that. Right there. Oh. Wait, you want me to reread what you... What I fucked up? Well, I don't, I don't think anyone would have noticed. Okay. And Druj the Violator did not ask anything of Asha, but violated Asha anyway because he wanted to. Because... <laughs> And Asha was brave and strong, but since Asha was true and good, Asha's soul went into the earth. Hmm. That's why they wrote the Asha to Asha and dust to dust. 
Asher to Asher, soul to... Yeah, I'm going nowhere with this. Douche to Douche, <laughs> violator to violator. They had some spooge. Lua. Is that from the Catholic Church? <laughs> Is that what they're saying when they wave the dust pedals? Yeah, yeah the, 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 the incense. Yeah, dust pedals. <laughs> That's what I meant. What the fuck are dust pedals? <laughs> Holy shit. Pedals of dust. Yes. Dust made out of petals would be incense. So I really wasn't that far off. But, but apparently I've had a stroke. But the life of Asha could not be quelled because Asha was life. And so life began to appear on the surface of the land. In a small garden between two rivers, a valley sprung forth with life. The fruit of the trees fell ripe upon the land that was now infused with Asha. A hundred people were raised up from the fertile land, and they became the farmers and the artisans and the people of the valley, and they were Asha, and they were good. Oh. This is like the, the lost story of the beginning of... um. Stuff. <laughs> I think you're correct. Uh huh. I think um, Indiana Jones pulled this out of his ass. <laughs> but he had to walk through a lot of spiders first. <laughs> but Druge came by and he wanted one of the women to go back with him to his land below the land. Arashira volunteered to go with Druge the Violator. Her lover, she was a whore. Yeah, she was a hoe. Her lover was Corellian, the son of Wazdar, the chief and the leader of the chosen people who waved about the dust petals. And he railed at the notion, but the elders, including Wazadar. Okay, so is it Wazdar or Wazadar? Maybe they're two different people. But the elders, including. Like Sauron and Saruman? Yeah. The elders, including Wazadar, said that Arashira must go for the good of the people because she was a whore. And they chained Corellian to the granite that was the mountain itself, where the spiders crawled out of Indiana Jones' ass. You know what? I think this is just the lyrics of a Rush song. That would be plagiarism. <laughs> Do you really? To seek the sacred river, Ralph. Okay, I want you to sing the rest of it as though it were a Rush song, please. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, you can. You totally can. He could not stop his love from going with Druge. Corellian took up his hammer and screamed at the heavens and smashed the hammer against the granite mountain. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, that's enough. If Rush hasn't done this yet, they should. Mm. Are they still kicking? They're still kicking. Awesome. He smashed the boulders and he wailed and he cried and created the great falls and all the stone and gravel and earth and all of the rivers of the valley. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it. Again and again, for 10,000 years, he pounded and railed against the earth until he had dug himself a path all the way to the lair of Druge the Violator. And when he arrived, he found his love had long since perished, 
and he found the children of the children of the Druze, the violator, and the holy Arashira. These people under the ground had lived and moved to throughout the lands, and in living had caused the earth to spin like the revolving guests. While Corellian was blind with rage and the people below had bathed in the tears of Corellian and the waters brought forth the life which moved from the underground to the air above. Amen. Hallelujah. The people had brought balance back to the world and Corellian cried and he looked up to the heaven and he saw the world turning and he saw the love of his life smiling from the heavens. Come to me, my love, she spoke. You and I will rule the days and the nights from this day forward. What is right is ours, and what is wrong we will strive to make right. And with the help of Asha, we will strive for justice for the people of the valley and for all the people of the lands. Booyah! Thank you, Toronto. Good night. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was fucking. It was epic. Epic. It was uh, that um, is what do what do they yeah what do they call them um, as well those big epic poems <laughs> exactly epic poems yeah that's what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got the giggles. No, I don't. I'm faking it. <laughs> Epic bones. What do they call them? Uh, what would you call like Beowulf? An epic poem. Isn't there a term for it? Well, probably. What do you think I am? An English, An English major? <laughs> Who's another life? <laughs> yeah, lived by someone else, I think. Well, I must say that certainly broke from the norm of, yeah. of what we've read. And that was Asha by Max Max. Asha to Asha and Dust to Dust Petals by Max Max. Alrighty then. Mm-hmm. So that was another episode of Arrow My Shorts. It I, certainly I was. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you stuck with it this <laughs> to this point. Uh, and if you haven't, then, <laughs> then you're you not then you're not it? hearing this. So what you don't know won't hurt you. <laughs> um, Color audio comment line at three o five seventy six shows. That's three o five seventy six. Shows, as in shows me your... Druge and be violated.
New York A+. A plus for the Big Apple. Bye. Thank you. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. While you were having really good fun at the concert, I was I was drinking <laughs> with Gunner and Allison and Cheese and Picard and uh, that creepy other Canadian guy with Uh What's his name? Preston Button. Preston, yes. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.